You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. It's 23 minutes after 5 o'clock. Sign language is officially the 12th official language in South Africa. President Cyril Ramaphosa signed it into law just over an hour ago. South Africa is now the fourth African country to have sign language as an official language. Uh, there are more than 600,000 people who use sign language to communicate in the country. What does this mean going forward? We are now joined on the line by Claudine Storbeck, who is the Associate Professor associate professor at Wits University's Centre for Deaf Studies. Um, Claudine, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. Um, a cause for celebration, I guess. A cause for celebration, indeed. I have not been able to stop smiling um, all day and just watching it live on TV as our staff members were there. It was just marvellous. 25 years of lobbying and fighting and standing with the Deaf um, Federation of South Africa. It, we can't believe it's true, and yeah, it's it's a fantastic day. Yeah. Why did it take so long, though, considering that um, there was already a charter from Penslip, and already we know from as back as 1996 already that um, sign language was identified as the official um, communication um, means of communications for people who are deaf or hard of hearing? Yeah, that's such a good question. I think, first of all, we acknowledge that the president did say better late than never, and he apologized for that. But I think the reason is that when these things happened so long ago, we were really leading on the continent and internationally in these ways, and we're so excited in celebration that we forgot to actually then you know, dig down into the nitty-gritty of what it meant, focus on the hard questions of how much it will cost and on implementation. And I think... In some regards, it was fine because we had quite a lot of access to stuff. But because we never then went deeper beyond the celebration of what we had achieved, um, we stagnated. And I think we'll smile and celebrate today, but tomorrow we roll up our sleeves and say, what does this mean? We need to implement to get action in place. And what does it mean? What is expected of um, fellow South Africans, whether it is a corporate citizen or the individual South African or even organizations that are in the country? Um, well, I think, number one, government needs to finally declare that if you'd like to be a teacher of the deaf in a school for the deaf in South Africa, you actually need to be able to sign before you enter a school. They need to declare that it is a prerequisite, that it is a mandatory for a teacher of the deaf to be qualified as a teacher of the deaf, as in every other country. Um, so that's number one, that, that government needs to actually take a stand. It's a difficult stand to take because mm. the majority of teachers are not trained, not qualified. Oh, is um, it? It is devastating. It is devastating that most teachers enter schools unable to sign and then learn sign language from the deaf kids. Really? Whilst they then try and teach the children, though, it is... Um, and then we can't blame the teachers as much, but they try their best, and then when one challenges it, they go, oh, yeah, but I'm trying my best. Not, a, not good enough. So the Department of Education needs to now knuckle down and actually make a declaration. Um, the odd sign language course here and there, trying to fix and put tape on something that's broken is not okay. Mm. This needs to be professionals. The Centre for Deaf Studies has had courses... Other universities have had courses. We've been waiting for 25 years for this. We've, we've, we've had the courses ready. Um, but now it's time that we make this a mandatory requirement if you want to teach. So that was number one. Yeah. Um, I think number two is that um, because of this now being part of law, 
government departments are now required to budget for this. And, um, you know, again, both the deputy director and um, the president spoke about things like, you know, quality assurance. You know, we will will monitor. Well, we need to actually take that up and say, so how will quality assurance be monitored? How will the implementation be monitored? And so making sure that um, the deaf community knows what this means and what they can expect. Because in the past, there's been good news and then nothing really has, has happened. So it's really about government um, departments putting aside finances and budgeting. And part of the requirements of every government department is to make sure that there are three languages that they use in order to create access for people as they access their services. But for us to remember that in um, the 11 spoken languages in South Africa, cannot be accessed by deaf people at all. Mm. So now that South African Sign Language is a formal language, South African Sign Language is going to have to be one of the three languages that all government departments now use to provide access to um, communities. Yeah, and, and, and with the developments around technology and um, artificial intelligence, um, is there any, um, any scope for opportunity to try and enhance um, the training around around um, sign language and also making it more accessible. Absolutely. So what we've done is we, we've actually developed online courses now to not um, to, to give teachers the opportunity to train while they are um, still working. But in terms of artificial intelligence and the ability to translate from text to sign language and sign language to text. You know, there are a lot of programs out there, there are a lot of projects out there that seem innovative. But the deaf community, we're a little bit, um, it's kind of a wait and see. Because South African Sign Language is such a complex language in terms of the parameters that it uses in three-dimensional space, and the role of facial expression is not emotion, but linguistic. Mm. So certain parts of the face show other questions, statements, declarations, um, there are certain parts of the face that show different linguistic aspects of, of communication. And so we're not convinced yet that we're at that level yet. And so until then, it's going to be, you need to know how to sign in order to teach. Yeah. And of course, supporting parents. Yeah. And what opportunities are available in the creative and entertainment space? Oh my word, that's wonderful. So glad you asked that. Internationally, deaf people love theatre. They love access to the arts. And, um, you know, this is a field that needs really specialist, talented interpreters, whether they're interpreting music or various forms of theater and drama. Um, Obviously, television needs to be far more accessible. We can't just have, you know, the key COVID um, uh, things that that were translated. And, of course, now the key news, because not every deaf person wants to listen to the news. Deaf people want to learn about National Geographic, history. Mm. So it's all of this creates opportunity. However, having said that, it therefore means that we're now going to have to have higher standards for our sign language interpreters. Just because you can sign or your mom and dad are deaf doesn't mean you can be an interpreter now. Now that it's an official language, deaf people have a right to expect professional, high-quality interpreting, both so that they can understand things so that when they sign, they are presented to the hearing world as a very eloquent deaf person. Yeah. Claudine, thank you so much for your time and congratulations on the fight that you have now won. And as you said, it's time to pull up those sleeves because the hard work starts. Claudine Storbeck, Associate Professor at the Wits University's Centre for Deaf Studies.